You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Necessary Roughness. With 11-year NFL veteran, Big Ten Offensive Lineman of the Year, and captain of the National Championship Michigan Wolverines, John Jansen. And 10-year NFL veteran, two-time Pro Bowl offensive tackle, and Super Bowl champion with the Green Bay Packers, T.J. Lang. Now, here's John Jansen and T.J. Lang. All right, T.J., Lions... Right now, sitting at seven and two, playing the three and seven Bears, trying to get to eight and two. Obviously, this game is going to be at Ford Field. There's again some injury concerns for the Detroit Lions. Not major concerns, but Jonah Jackson, as we learned yesterday, which was Wednesday, that he missed practice, a wrist issue. Uh, how big of a deal is that going up against um, the the Chicago Bears? Yeah, um, God, I feel like Jonah just can't catch a break, man. Right, he had that ankle injury and. Uh, seemed to be pretty healthy coming out of the bye week and then injures his wrist. Um, I don't know. I mean, was this a practice you know, injury? No, I think it happened during the game. Um, and I saw him after the game in LA and, uh, you could tell something was bugging him a little bit. Right. Um, but he finished the game. So anytime you do that, I think there's a little more optimism that, okay, it's not a, uh, you know, serious injury. Um, but with Jonah, I don't know. I mean, you know, it, it all depends on the wrist, man. Like I broke my wrist, uh, my rookie year. And it hurt like a bitch, man. And I didn't know what was going on. It was kind of a hidden fracture. So we didn't know for about a month. And yeah. every time you're punching and grab, it's just like, man, it's just not right. Um, and it sucks. It's painful to play through. Um, so I don't know about Jonah. I mean, if, if he doesn't practice again, you know, probably today and, and Friday, um, I think that, you know, with, with Dan Campbell and the training staff over there, if you don't practice during the week, you're probably not playing. Um, so we're gonna have to keep an eye on that the next couple of days, see how that unfolds. But um, just man, it's like <laughs> we feel like we're just getting back, man. We're just getting healthy, right? And then it's like, oh, shit. and man, like we said, I don't think it's a devastating injury. But if I had to guess right now, um, I would say probably trending towards not going to be available for you Sunday. And um, whether that's a decision that's medical coaching. Uh, who knows? Because we obviously know that this is a quick turnaround. They're going back right next week and playing on Thanksgiving. So yeah. um, we know that this team, hey, if you get nicked up a little bit, they they want guys for the long haul. So um, good news is, um, you know, the, that offensive line's got plenty of depth. A lot of guys, a lot of experience, especially this year. And whoever steps in, I'm sure will be uh, 
expected to maintain the high level of play that, that we saw last week in L.A.? Well, we saw that matchup, um, and obviously we talked about that with Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa. This week, it's kind of a very similar matchup, you know, for this offensive line defensively. You got Yannick Ngakwe, uh, you got Montez Sweat, who a lot of us wanted here in Detroit. He ends up in Chicago in the division, gets a new contract, but it's TJ Edwards, Tremaine Edmonds, the two linebackers that they signed in free agency. Um, what what type of advantages can the Lions create? when looking at this Chicago Bear defense? Well, I think the one thing that sticks out when you turn on the Bears defense is um, the alignment. They play wide, man, wide three techs, wide nine techniques. Um, and naturally, I mean, your eyes just kind of go to, hey, we, we got to run the ball up the middle. Might yeah. be hard to get to the edge uh, today. Uh, and we know that the Lions, Ben Johnson, they like to utilize formation and motion uh, to try to help out with some of those stretch plays and some of those toss plays uh, to create an edge. But that's the first thing I look at. This Bears defense, it's really their D-line at the front seven. I mean, T.J. Edwards, a guy who's, I think he's got 115 tackles and 10 games. I mean, yeah. he flies all, he's all over. over the place. He's all over the place. Uh, he's a tackling machine. Um, I'm looking at it, and, and they're front four, man. These guys, you look at AK, you're like, you had Montez Sweat. I mean, played last week. It was a Thursday game. You go back and rewatch that game. He can have an impact. He's a long-armed guy, long leg, just long levers, uh, you know, kind of not a quick twitch guy, but he can Nobody's get on fast. you. He can get on you in a hurry, man, and he can get his arms in your chest and uh, create some havoc. But they play hard. Like, they do, man. There's a lot of high effort when you turn on that film. And Maybe not, you know, nobody's accusing them of being a top three defensive line, but effort-wise, man, that's how they make plays. Like, they are just relentless. They don't give up. And they do have some players that can hurt you. I mean, I, the one kid I like a lot, uh, Justin Jones. He's number 93, I think it is. Yeah. Plays tackle. a three-tech. He's quick. He's powerful. I mean, there's probably four or five plays a game where he's getting in the backfield in a hurry and, and, and making plays. Um they move a lot. They do a lot of slants. They do a lot of stunts. They do a lot of games, uh, two-man game, three-man game. Uh, that sometimes, you know, John, can confuse you, especially when you get in that zone offense, is you got to make sure you're right with your calls. you got to make sure, if I think this guy's slanting inside, i got to call for my zone. i got to call for my double team because I don't want to get beat on the inside, uh, you know, and potentially have a disastrous play. Um, but they play hard, man. And I'll tell you, like, it's – it's not going to be an easy game offensively in my mind. Anytime you get in these divisional games, uh, very, I think rarely uh, do, do, is it like a blowout type of game or, you know, a 40, like what we saw last week, a 41-38 type of game. I mean, these are generally more low scoring um, just because you know each other well. Like, you're not really fooling each other out there. Yeah. You're dialed in with the game plan. It really just comes down to who executes better. Um, but, you know, with the Lions, man, I know that's, that offense, especially coming off that Chargers game, that's something they've been waiting for, to just have a, a performance where everything's rolling. Run run game's rolling. Offense line's protecting. Pass game's great. You know, the, the routes, the, everything is just it is rolling. And it'll be interesting to see how they carry on that momentum because I feel like, man, that's all that offense needed, maybe to get a little kick in the ass and a jump start to become playing to their full potential. Um, it'll be interesting this week to see how they follow it up. Well, we know in the past game, they do have an extra weapon that they tried to add or that they did add at the trade deadline. Do you think we'll see Donovan Peoples-Jones active and a part of this offense this week? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see him out there. Um, I don't know in what capacity. I mean, I, I think that, you know, wide receiver is a difficult position to kind of catch on to the terminology and 
maybe the alignment is different than what you did, you know, in, in Cleveland. Maybe the split's a little different, the technique, the fundamentals. Every coach is kind of different. Um, that takes time. And it takes time to develop chemistry with your quarterback, mm-hmm. um, right? He's only been here for a week. He missed a couple practices last week. I mean, who really knows realistically how many you know <laughs> passes he's caught from Jared Goff? Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see him out there, probably in a limited role to uh, to at least start out. Um, I don't think I wouldn't expect to see him go out there and play maybe more than you know twenty snaps on offense. Uh, I think he's still kind of in that acclimation. Uh, period. But if he, you know, he's a guy I'm sure they're excited about. And if, when you have a guy like that, um, you get anxious to see what he can do. Right. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised, you know, if if he's out there, maybe the first series, they try to get him uh, just a quick slant or a quick oh. wide receiver screen that we know uh, Ben Johnson loves to call and just to see what he can do. Right. Because I think you're excited about his potential, but right now you just really don't know how he's going to help and, and in what capacity he's going to help. But um, sounds like he's, you know, been pretty healthy this week. Um you know, and, and if he if he if he's healthy leading up to, you know, game day on Sunday, I, I definitely wouldn't be surprised to see him out there in a limited when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Limited role. The Bears are going to get Justin Fields back. They came out yesterday and said he's going to be their starting quarterback. The thumb that he injured is not 100%, but they feel it's good enough for him to go out there and play. And I think he does give them a better a better look, a better opportunity than, you know, uh, was it Taylor Bagent? Um, yeah, Tyson Bajent. Tyson Bajent. Um, I was wrong on both ends. But, um, yeah, it's – I think – Oh, for two. He does <laughs> – not the last time. Um <laughs> Bajan, you know, he's he's more of a, a pocket guy. He can't get outside, but he doesn't run like Justin Fields. And Justin Fields last year against the Lions rushed for over 100 yards both times. I don't – I still think the Lions win this game. I think they control it. But this is going to be a good opportunity for them to figure out how do they control – how do they limit a mobile quarterback. Yeah, and Justin Fields coming off of what was it a uh, a hand injury? Thumb, yeah, a thumb injury, right? So, um, maybe <laughs> I was. I mean, I was. I was in the right vicinity. <laughs> I, <it was> hand. <laughs> um, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, will that kind of be in the back of his head to slow him down? Where he says, "Okay, I don't really want to run and take too many shots." Uh, especially when you're just coming back healthy, yeah. you're just getting your feet back under you. I don't know. You look at the film and even the first, you know, I think he started the first six games. I think he got hurt in the sixth game. Um, kind of started out the season as like pocket passer. Like they, okay, I'll run like a little bit. They were trying to make on, him something he wasn't. Right, I'll run around a little bit on third down if I have to create something. Um, but I think that 
even they still want him to be a true quarterback, right? They don't want to take away his complete athleticism, but um, you know, he was his his first three games compared to the last three games were uh, incredible. I mean, he went literally from looking like a guy that could have been benched to, you know, I can't remember the split, but it was like twelve touchdowns and one interception. Right, like it was the last, a Thursday like, three night game, games. I believe, against Washington. That that they just he went off and he went dominated. off early. Yeah, and a guy that they obviously you know got over in, in the trade in the offseason, DJ Moore. Yeah, you know DJ Moore's first uh, three games had 198 receiving yards. The last three games Justin Fields played, he had 412. Yeah, one touchdown those first three games, four touchdowns in the last three. Um, so they developed a little bit of a connection too before Justin got hurt. I'll tell you the one thing about you know Justin Fields is he is a he's a dynamic player. Uh, I think he's still trying to figure it out when it comes to the, uh, you know, true kind of quarterback play of the NFL. Um, but, man, he still gets hit a lot. And you look at their offensive line, a lot of young guys, right? Both tackles are young. Uh, the inside guys are young, you know, guys that are kind of inexperienced. Nate Davis, the guy who's been around at guard, but, um, you know, it's not a good offensive line in my opinion. In those six games that Justin Fields played, he, he was sacked 24 times. And that's four times a game. And he didn't even finish that six games. So you could say probably no five or six times hurt. a game, right? Um, so I kind of look at those matchups and I say, look, Justin Fields is probably going to have one or two runs on a third down where you lose contain and it's like, ah, man, like yeah. it was, you know, third and eight can't happen, right? He's just that type of player. I just think you have to, you, you cannot let him beat you with his arm. Right, you cannot let him be uh, a dual threat quarterback. You have to limit him, um, you know, to to force him into his weakness. I think, which is pressuring him, which is making him throw those uh, bad throws that we've seen uh, for a lot, a, a majority part of his career. Um, I just, I'm excited to see what this defense rebounds with. I think that you know we kind of hit on it Monday show. Every time they've kind of had a game where it's like, yeah. You know, like Baltimore, right? Yeah. Seattle earlier in the season, they bounce back. Like they well, have a they have an attitude Herbert where they bounce back. And Keenan Allen, that was obviously the number one you know hookup. And yeah. Keenan Allen's a special receiver. Now he's not he's not what he was maybe three years ago, but he went out there and had a great game. This is one of those where you've got a clear number one in DJ Moore. Do you just put Cam Sutton on him and say, go for it? I mean, I think with a guy like DJ Moore, you have to try to bracket somehow. I don't think single coverage is a yeah. is a is a great uh, strategy against him, um, just because he's fast, man. He flies, yeah. and honestly, you know, I don't really, I don't think you know, you're look, really looking at any of our defensive backs and saying, man, they can fly. These guys are four two guys. Four, no, three but they're guys. better when they're in man coverage than they are in zone. We've talked about that a number of times with like Jerry Jacobs. And and the fact that you know you put him in in the zone coverage and he just not he just not the same player as he is in man. Yeah, they're better. They're better, I think, in in press coverage. Um, you know, that's where especially a guy like Jerry Jacobs, that's where he wants to live. He wants to be that bulldog. Just put me in a cage and man, I'm just gonna box. You know, I'm just gonna run with you. I'm gonna hit you. I'm gonna be physical. That's his style of game. I, I think when you look at a guy like DJ Moore, you could say, yeah, sure, put Cam Sutton on him, but. You also need somebody over the top, I right. think, too. So yeah. that's where I'm saying I think you have to bracket a guy like that. You can't let him um, just go out there and, you know, have a Justin Jefferson type of game where it's 12 catches and 190 yards and or even a Keenan Allen game we saw last week. Yeah. You can't, you know, you can't let that guy do that if he, because that really is 
at least when Justin Fields was playing the last couple games, that was their offense. Get the ball to DJ Moore, um, you know, and and good luck type of type attitude. So I, I know Aaron Glenn will have a plan for that. I know the defensive backs are probably have a pretty taste in their mouth still from last week's game. Um, but like I said, I mean, I'm optimistic because every time they've kind of had one of those games where, uh, you know, things didn't go our way, uh, they found a way to they find a way to bounce back. I just, man, and this feels like a game. This defensive line has to make an impact, right? You you have to. This is a matchup. You get back home uh, to match up with their offensive line that I think really across the board. I don't think there's any, you know, scenario where you're looking and saying, uh, you know, that's probably a wash. Uh, maybe we should put him over here. And so I think that anybody on third down, two minutes type situation, that this defensive line should be able to have a day. And um, I'm sure that they're probably motivated as well, right? Yeah. I mean, j- with the news uh, just yesterday, signing a veteran uh, pass rusher, Bruce Irvin, who has played a lot of really good football in this league. Now we know he's going to start on the practice squad and, you know, prove that he uh, he can get back into football shape before they throw him out there. Um, but, man, that, that's got to wake your ass up a little bit, doesn't it? If you're in that defensive line room saying, hey, man, they're looking outside for help. Uh, there's only one We're reason why they're doing that. Yeah. We ain't getting the job done, right? So I think when you combine kind of all those – uh, you know, kind of non-tangibles. It, 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 for me, it sets up for a, a really good um, opportunity for this defense to have a great day. So do the Lions get eight and two? I think they do. Yeah, I do. Oh. I don't think, you know, I, and like I said, I mean, I don't, I don't expect this to be a game like last year where I think it was like 45 to 10 when the Bears came to town. Right here, but it was 31-30, I think, there. Right, yeah, the first time they played them, it was it was tight. I think it's going to be maybe one of the tighter games. I think this offense continues to find a way to roll. I'm going to say I'm feeling probably a 34-24 type of game, um, which is, you know. Yeah, double-digit win. Double-digit win. Um, I, not going to be one of those games where we're, you know, Teddy Bridgewater's out there in the fourth quarter, I don't think. Uh, but I, th- I think that this team is just, they're different. These, these are games that uh, really shouldn't stress about these are games that you know just say hey, we got to go out there stick to our fundamentals keep doing what we're good at and, and take care of business um because this could be a game where if you don't have the right type of mindset or attitude you're looking at oh we got a three and seven team they can punch you in the face real fast yeah. so so you got to make sure that uh you know your chin straps buckled up and you're ready to go you're doing the right things but yes i do think this is a game uh that this detroit lions team uh will handle in the appropriate way yeah, well, uh, I tell you what, on Monday, next week, obviously short week, uh, the quick turnaround for Green Bay on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, we'll come back on Monday and give you uh, a rundown of what happened on Sunday against the Bears. Hopefully they are 8-2, and two, and we're looking at this uh, uh, this Thanksgiving Day game uh, here in Detroit indifferently than we have been in past years. No matter what happens on Sunday, we'll be looking at it differently than we have in past years. So make sure you stay tuned in here on Necessary Roughness. Monday, as I mentioned, we'll give you a breakdown of the game and we'll give you a quick look ahead as well in that one because it is a short week of what the Lions are expecting against Green Bay. Thanks for listening to Necessary Roughness.